It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the G Family Performance Center in Edmond, Oklahoma, welcome to another episode of the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day, and hopefully you're having an opportunity to listen to us after the Thunder have wrapped up things with the Portland Trailblazers. Sorry we were a little late getting this out to you. Life gets in the way sometimes, and as a result, that means that uh, we will podcast tomorrow. So be on the lookout for that coming up tomorrow. So kind of a uh, two-for-one situation with Locked on Thunder. And coming up on this episode of Locked on Thunder, we'll touch on some things that we did miss yesterday and earlier today, which is Paul George getting booed. I'll tell you why that's not a bad thing and why we as Thunder fans should embrace a situation like that because we've been on the other side of it for so long. We have been the organization that has booed people and there's only a couple of reasons that you boo people. Actually, really, there's only one. There's only one reason you ever boo someone. I will get into that and tell you why I I love, love hearing the booze rain down on Paul George from the Laker fans. Also, we'll tie that into Kawhi Leonard, and we'll even talk about the Alex Sabrina situation as he is not with the team in Portland. Uh, also, there are a couple of other people that are not with them uh, in the, on this particular trip. Uh, Deontay Grantham is not there, and Deontay Burton are not on this trip in Portland to tonight. So obviously you won't see them. Um, and I'm sure you know that by now, but I went ahead and mentioned it just in case you didn't. And you were wondering where they were and you're like, hey, where are they? So I'm telling you now because you're listening to this after the game. Um, also today, we are going to talk about Russell Westbrook, talking about how he didn't believe in small markets. And I don't want to dispute anything Russell Westbrook says, but small markets do exist But I think we're just not looking at it correctly enough. I'll tell you the way that we probably should look at it when it comes to a guy like Paul George deciding to stay in Oklahoma City versus go play for the Los Angeles Lakers. And then why I'm all right with the LeBron James approach, the Donald Trump approach to calling himself the GOAT. Uh, Why it's okay. Why, Why he needs to be putting himself into that conversation and, hey, if we were all in his position, we should be putting ourselves into that conversation. My name is Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, as well as News Radio 1000 KTOK. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to this podcast by going to LockedOnPodcast.com or Apple iTunes. You can also just pull it up via your smart speaker by saying, Alexa, play Locked on Thunder podcast or, hey, Google, play Locked on Thunder podcast. We are your team every single day. And by your team, we mean the Oklahoma City Thunder. It felt good to be on the other side of the booze for once. It felt good to be the fan base whose player was getting booed versus the one doing the booing because that meant that our guy 
had hurt a team. Because that's the only reason you boo. The only reason you have any sort of venom towards a player whatsoever is because he's done something to hurt your organization. And Paul George, by not going to play for the Lakers, because God knows, ask Laker fans, it's their birthright to have players like Paul George and LeBron James and everybody should want to be a Laker, yada, yada, yada. But Paul George, by not going, tells me that the Laker fans are still hurt over this. And the way that they have seen him play this year also tells me they know that he would have been a big boost to them being competitive with Golden State. And the reality is sinking in for Laker fans now that they realize there's a ceiling on this team and what they can accomplish. And they're not going to be good enough ultimately to get to the Western Conference Finals. Or if they do get to the Western Conference Finals, they're nowhere close to being on Golden State's level, even though Golden State has, even though Golden State at times this year is showing that they've fallen back to the pack. I almost feel like Golden State's kind of playing possum with us. Can I digress on this just for a second? I feel like Golden State's playing possum with us, that they're they're playing this, this not really good brand of basketball. They're not really together. There's a lot of infighting going on. Kevin Durant's going to leave. And then once the playoffs come around, They'll flip the switch, punch everyone in the mouth, and then we're all going to be pissed off again because we're going to look around and go, okay, yeah, no, they absolutely are the best team. And that's the way that they go about handling their business. But back to Paul George. We have to, one, admit Kevin Durant hurt us as a fan base. He did. I think we, we know that. It's just sometimes it sucks to admit that because, in a way, it's giving him the power, as psychiatrists would say. But all right, so Kevin Durant hurt us. Well, now we got Paul George, and he hurt the Los Angeles Lakers. Hurt them by deciding not to go to their team, and he's helping the Oklahoma City Thunder be better than the Los Angeles Lakers. And that's going to sting. It's going to sting for a while for L.A., and the more they boo him, the happier I am. The way I sort of look at it with Kawhi Leonard and San Antonio is... Kawhi definitely hurt San Antonio, certainly by not playing, and Spurs fans are real upset about that, calling him a quitter. And I get on him for it, but we call Kevin Durant a cupcake, which means he's not tough. So quitter is their word for not tough. Cupcake is our word for not tough. But it also tells me they really wanted Kawhi Leonard to be the next in line as far as the great Spurs. They, they, Spurs fan had had that vision for him to be like Tony Parker, to be like Tim Duncan, to be like Manu Ginobili, that he would just fall in that line and keep them great throughout his career in the NBA. And Spurs fans have gotten a little like Laker fans that when you say you don't want to be a part of it, that's a shot to their ego because why wouldn't anyone want to be a Spur? Well, not everyone likes the way the pop rolls. And it didn't matter that Kawhi and Pop met at midcourt or after the game and hugged it out and told cameras to get away. The bottom line came is that Kawhi just didn't want to be a part of it anymore. He didn't feel like he was a part of the organization, didn't feel like he had their best interest. And I guess you don't ever do that to, to the San Antonio Spurs. I guess you can't do that to the San Antonio Spurs, but he's a little different. And it's really, I think for San Antonio, they're, they're kind of like Oklahoma City. It's the first time that they've really been through this, especially since they've been good. 
So it's a little hard for them to handle. But I'm not mad at their fans. I, I can't get mad at them. I can't get mad at the Laker fans. Hey, we were hurt over Kevin. We made our voice known. We'll still make our vo- voice known when Kevin Durant comes back and, and, and plays in Oklahoma City sometime before the end of this year. And I'll look up that date to be exact because I don't have all the Thunder dates uh, memorized. Also, Alex Sabrinas not playing tonight. Um, still listed out as for personal reasons. And as we said leading up to the show, he was one of three guys that didn't even make the trip. And I, I don't even know what to say or how to comment on this because if it's something really bad... The last thing you want to do in my position when you use a microphone to make any part of your living is say something that you're ultimately going to regret when criticizing someone. And Alex Sabrinas may have a very valid reason for not being with the Oklahoma City Thunder right now. And until I know what that reason is, I'm going to refrain from any sort of opinion on this whatsoever. My hope is, like everyone else, and as generic as this may sound, is that what whatever is ailing him, uh, personal life, sickness, whatever, is that he gets over it and he's 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 able to come back. But for now, I, I can't criticize him because I don't know what the entire story is. And if it does come out later that maybe he just jettisoned the thunder for whatever reason, then fine, we can have that conversation. Or if it comes out later that there was something that was really important that he be with his family, we can have that conversation. But right now, it's just, it's not a conversation that's that's worth having because speculation is one thing. Like Our job really is to speculate. But when you speculate on something like this and paint somebody in a particular light, it's a very good chance you can get it wrong. And it's not fair to them. To, to do it that way. So I will refrain from that, and I just hope that Alex Sabrinas can can get whatever it is straightened out that that, that he needs to get straightened out. And, and Russell Westbrook, uh, in a lot of respects, needs to get straightened out himself. But even me saying that about Russell Westbrook, I feel like if Russ stops being who he is, then he will eventually cease to be as a, nearly as effective as a player. Athletically, I don't think Russ could help but be effective as a player, but Russ may be as inefficient as all get out and certainly was the other night against Los Angeles despite having his triple-double. But I want him to continue to do what he's doing, continue to play within that comfort zone because that is the best Russell Westbrook that Oklahoma City has. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Coming up next, small markets. Okay, Russell Westbrook says that he doesn't believe in small markets. I'll give you a few examples of why they still exist, but ultimately, is there another way we can look at what everybody was trying to get to in Los Angeles? We'll do it here on Locked on Thunder. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
There is another episode of Locked on Sooners available now. There's also going to be another one on Saturday. So, hey, be on the lookout for that. Just say, Alexa, play Locked on Sooners podcast, or hey, Google, play Locked on Sooners podcast. It's all part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Glad you are with us here as we talk Oklahoma City Thunder basketball. Russell Westbrook says that he doesn't believe in small markets. Okay, well, Russ, first first and foremost, I love the sentiment. Love the sentiment that the Russell Westbrook says because what Russell Westbrook is essentially saying is the NBA is so player driven. It's a it's a sport that markets its players better than anyone else. Is that yes, you can be in Oklahoma City, you can be in New Orleans or Charlotte or Orlando, like Shaq was, and as long as you're performing at an extremely high level. And in a lot of respects, have that personality to go with it. People will know who you are. People will vote for you in the All-Star game. People will buy your jerseys and your shoes. And if that's really what you care about as a player, then yes, Russell is right. You can be big in a, in, in a smaller market. Just looking at some of the NBA voting, though, like especially in the Western Conference, you've got LeBron James, Luka Doncic, and Kevin Durant as your top three front court vote getters for the Western Conference. All three of those guys play for big market teams. It's Steph Curry, Derrick Rose, number two. Okay, Minnesota, not particularly a big market. James Harden, three. Houston is. And then Russell Westbrook, four. Oklahoma City. And that sort of makes my point when you look at the front court. It makes Russell's point when you look at the back court. And uh, it should be noted that Paul George and... Steven Adams or, or fifth and sixth in the, in the front court voting. I still, the, the thing when it comes to small markets, it just simply means this, Russ. The Lakers are always going to have more money to spend than Oklahoma City. And if the Lakers want to go into the repeater tax, and if they want to do it for eons, or they just want to go over the luxury tax, just period, one particular year, it doesn't hurt them near as much as it does Oklahoma City. The Lakers, the Warriors, the Clippers even, considering where they are, the Knicks, etc. Their decisions to make on who they keep, who they cut, they're not as tough as the Thunder because the Thunder really honestly have to weigh that salary cap year in, year out, and how much money they're bringing in versus how much is going out. The Lakers, you can bite the bullet a little bit more. That's really all that means when it comes to small market versus big market. But I think when we're talking about the case of Paul George being able to have his brand and be a brand unto himself, yes, he can definitely do that in Oklahoma City. He's doing it in Oklahoma City. He's having his best year. But as long as the shoes look good, like Russ's do, as long as you've got a team of people behind you, you can go out and market yourself any way you you can you can possibly think of get as creative as you want and it really doesn't matter what particular market you're in i think we have to look at it from paul george's standpoint is did he really see himself wanting to be just another in a long line of lakers and and if laker fans can sit here and say well you know being a laker comes with so much pressure because You've got to win a championship to be thought of as one of the greats. Well, even in Paul George's case, or LeBron, like take LeBron James for a second, okay? 
LeBron late in his career decides that he's going to go play for the Los Angeles Lakers. And unless he's somehow able to create a dynasty that wins four out of five championships or does a three-peat or something crazy like that, LeBron James will not go down as one of the greatest Lakers of all time. Just a, a single championship won't do it. LeBron James will go, go down as one of the greatest players ever, but not one of the greatest Lakers just because he doesn't have time served. And even the diehard Laker fans, especially those who are my age, are always going to think that Magic and Kobe are better because Magic and Kobe are their guys. They were always with the organization, and LeBron is a bit of a Johnny-come-lately. Well, that is exactly what Paul George would have been had he joined the Lakers. He stays here in Oklahoma City, even though he's not an original member of the Thunder and the Thunder had to trade for him. Just by making that decision puts him in a whole nother category. Paul George is now completely and totally embraced by this fan base simply because he chose to stay here and try and win a championship or at least play alongside Russell Westbrook. It, it, it just completely ingratiates him to that fan base where he was not going to get that in LA. You, you get ingratiated when you first get out there but go out there and don't start off the way that you did this year in Los Angeles, and then all of a sudden everybody's going to be wondering why the Lakers wasted the money on you. Start off slow in Oklahoma City. It's a lot more forgiving of a fan base because it's a newer fan base, and it's a fan base that wanted superstars and wants you to be good, so they're not going to be on you as much, and they're going to be a hell of a lot more supportive than you would out in Los Angeles. And, and that's what the decision comes down to. If you decide that you're going to go be a Celtic, well, you better produce early because if you don't, then all of a sudden you're, you're garbage and the, the, the clock gets ticking on you quick before people, people make up their minds about whether or not the Celtics wasted money on them. The Knicks are a little different. Knicks are a little different in that respect because uh, they may... They may have the money of a big market club, but they operate like a really small market club, and they're still looking for a championship because they haven't had one since the 70s, and if you show up in New York and you're just good and give them hope, then you can be embraced the way that you are here in Oklahoma City. It's kind of the one big market team with a small market feel, as, again, but it all goes back to producing. And in Oklahoma City, there's a lot more leeway. I would think in New Orleans, there's a lot more leeway. leeway. Maybe not so much in Dallas. Um, the Mavericks only have one championship, and it's a really weird history, but I, I don't see their fans being very patient at all. In fact, they get real apathetic real quick if you're not good and giving them any sort of signs of life. It's like, all right, now we're out. Uh, Luka Doncic is certainly giving them signs of life. Witness how he is being voted uh, in the NBA All-Star Game. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. We wrap things up talking about LeBron taking the Trump approach and why that's not necessarily a bad thing. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Another episode of Locked on Sooners is available. Just say, Alexa, play Locked on Sooners. Or, hey, Google, play Locked on Sooners. You can also subscribe at LockedOnPodcast.com. It's the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thunder and Blazers tonight. This is sort of a uh, post-game wrap-up podcast, and we'll talk a little bit more about that game specifically coming up on tomorrow's show as we'll crank out another podcast or two uh, coming up tomorrow morning. But uh, real quick, um, if LeBron James really is taking a Donald Trump, a Trumpian approach by calling himself the greatest, then then God bless him for doing it. I, w- I wish, I, I honestly wish that I could say that I was the greatest of all time at something and be able to back it up be able to have legitimate reasons why I think I am the greatest at this and have people either agree or disagree with me strictly based on my merit. Because LeBron James can do that. Not not many people in the world can do that, but LeBron James can. And if think about it this way. If you're running for office, right, whether it's president or, or something else, why wouldn't you vote for yourself? Like if you really wanted the job, aren't you going to vote for yourself? Well, that's all LeBron James is doing here. He really wants to be called the greatest of all time. And I don't understand why. I, first of all, I don't understand why that's a problem. Why wouldn't you want to be called the greatest at all time? Why wouldn't you want to go down as the absolute best at doing whatever it was you loved? I would have said your job But the fact of the matter is, is not everybody loves their job. You may hate your job and you don't want to be the best at it. Maybe you've got a a hobby that you would love to be the best at. I think we'd we'd all like that in our lives. So LeBron wants to be that, wants to call himself that. I'm just just not going to have a a problem with that at all. I I wish I could call myself the greatest at something. It's just not, it it hasn't really happened in my life. But congratulations to him for thinking that he's worthy of being on a Mount Rushmore of the greatest players of all time. And he should be at the top of that list, according to him. That's awesome. That's really awesome that that he thinks that. Um, Now, is he? Isn't he? Well, that's something we'll we'll really never know. And and that's where, where Danny Ainge hit the nail on the head is it's always going to be subjective. And some of it's based on age, some of it's based on what you particularly value as as a fan, and that's what makes that argument maddening and fun all at the same time. I call, I tenderly tend to lean towards more maddening than fun because you never really can come to a solution and eventually everybody gets mad and hopefully you don't, all get mad. Hopefully you can just go buy yourself a beer and everyone can just relax after that conversation. Um, another thing, another conclusion that, I, that I've come to, and I'm ashamed to admit this, but I need to go ahead and get it off to my chest. Shoes are completely lost on me, meaning sneakers. And I know Russell just like, Russell releases a brand new sneaker. It's got all these intricate details in it. I, not marketed to me, but even if, but I never could, like, even when I was that Target demo for, like, Air Jordans, just never got into them. Was never a shoe guy. Never really worried about name brand shoes. It was like they were always the accessory to whatever else you were wearing. They were never supposed to be the thing 
that people noticed on you. It was supposed to be everyone else. And oh, by the way, shoes are great too. Uniforms, on the other hand, it's a little different. And I yeah, have my list of Thunder uniforms that I like and list of uniforms that I like around the NBA. Jerseys, yeah, I can see myself, and I have. <laughs> I totally have. Uh, spent, spent way more money than I should have on jerseys and, and will, would completely love to do that. Uh, shoes on the other hand, maybe, maybe not so much. Um, and maybe I need to have Travis on here, uh, Travis Singleton, at least a couple of times, uh, just so he can kind of explain to me the whole shoe deal and, and, and how, you know, well, first of all, I know how Michael did it. Michael made the shoes valuable and you put out, you, you put the words limited edition on anything that automatically drives up interest. And so you tell me it's a limited edition jersey or it's a limited edition album, then yeah, I'm, I may be more apt to go spend money on it than I am if it's necessarily a limited edition shoe because I kind of feel like if I'm going to spend that much money on shoes, I got to put them on my feet. Um, if I'm going to spend that much money on a suit, I better wear it. Uh, jersey, if I spend that much money on a jersey, I don't know, for some reason I can't wear it. <laughs> It just sits in the closet. It's like, hey, look, man, here's my $200 Derek Jeter jersey. No, don't touch it. Don't even look at it. Just just sit there. It's just, no, you don't even know that it's in here. I know it's in there, but you don't know it's in there. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new episode breaking down uh, tonight's game with the Portland Trailblazers. So now that you know that this is taped on Friday, I thank you for listening. Thank you for being supportive. And until tomorrow... Uh, I wish you nothing but the best. May God bless you and your family. And as always, peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.